0: another episode of Spectrum Talk. How's everyone doing? I hope that hope it's good, because uh, shit's not so great in the U.S. right now. My God. It seems like that's how just about every one of these shows is starting off. We're specifically not doing so great in Texas, because of course it's not, because people are stupid, and the damn virus is trying to kill us all. Yay! <sighs> it, it, it's kind of hard not to get worn down these days with so much going on. You know, because it's not just one thing. It's not just one movement or one thing. You know, it's not just racism. Because if it was just racism and systematic racism, white supremacy, and all that, while hard, you can fight against that, you can rally and go. But there's a reason why they say don't fight a war on two fronts or on multiple fronts. It's because it's incredibly taxing. Right now, we're fighting, in this analogy, a war on a bunch of different fronts because we got the virus. We got politics in general, we got idiot people, and then racism and everything on top of it. And racism as a whole, and everything that it's done, is kind of a war on multiple fronts because it's affected everything. But, we're not just dealing with that, we're also dealing with a incredibly deadly virus. Um, and people are like, well, the percentage isn't that high, so it's not that deadly. Really? It's not that deadly? Oh, because to me, it seems like it's that deadly. Even if it's only 2%, that's 2%. You do some math, and you figure out how big of a number that is. Man, everybody talks about the damn Black Plague, right? Because the Black Plague was so bad. Well, it killed 15% of the world's population at the time. Well, it, no, it didn't. No, it, no, it, no, it didn't. Um, what it did was if 15% of the known population at the time. Because remember, we didn't know about that other half of the world. And also, we didn't know about... Asia, kind of. So, bullshit. Two, it killed 15% of the known population at the time over the course of years and years and years. killed a lot of people over a very long period of time. Uh, The scariest pandemic we ever had, which is one in modern history, or more modern history, in the 1918 Spanish flu, which was actually the Kansas flu and was swine flu, come to find out. That killed... A lot of people in one year. And in the U.S. killed most of the people in a month of October. Our deaths are anywhere in the United States from 600,000 to 1 million in one year. Mainly in the one month of October. Yeah. It's death rate, by the way, uh, was about 2% from what we know. Though that's kind of bullshit because it killed more. Or it wasn't. Two percent it's weird because we don't know how many people infected because it was way back when it's kind of a shit show, but that's the i around the idea, but if you do the actual numbers, its percentage is lower I believe than two percent and lower higher from the numbers that we have, but it killed millions of people in a year millions so this one two percent death rate that's your good death rate that's millions of people. It, it, how infectious it is. There's 7 million people on the planet. 2% of that is a lot, a lot of fucking people. There's 330 million people in America. 2% of that is a lot of people. There's 28 million people, 29, almost 30 million people in the state of Texas. 2% of that is a lot of people. I'm talking hundreds of thousands dead. Ten percent would be uh, three million. Just be, of thirty million would be three million. It's not gonna be that high, but it, it or two percent is pretty good. I don't have my calculator or anything to actually do the percentages, but it's a lot. And you know how we fix a lot of this while we're waiting for a vaccine? Wear a damn mask. Don't go outside unless you have to. It's fucking easy. I understand the government sucks, you kind of have to go outside to work and make money and blah blah and I know we really shouldn't have to do that, because the, government, the whole point of a government is to protect its own people, and they should have, I don't know, some sort of idea how to just shut down the country and stop all this. That should be one of their plans. They plan for everything. The military plans for all kinds of crazy bullshit that would never happen, including alien invasion, I shit you not, and a zombie outbreak. There should be plans on the board of any time that we should be able to shut down the entire country for at least a year. For at least one year. Enough money put back. The money argument is so fucking stupid. But just enough resources put back that we could survive it. We have apparently just fucked all that over. But if you just wear a mask, if just 80% of people wore masks, this wouldn't be that big of a deal. It would really slow the spread It wouldn't stop it it would slow it and slowing it makes it easier to maintain and easier for people to survive because they can actually go to the icus and use those respirators and all that good stuff so the people that it affects really really hard can survive this damn thing have a better chance of survival but if you're one of those people that it gets real hard and you can't get to the icu or get a respirator your chances of survival go way down Way, 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 way down. And even if it won't affect you, it's about saving other people. Same reason you don't shoot a gun in the air. Well, it may not, it's not gonna kill you, but that bullet's gonna come back down and it's gonna hit somebody. It's gonna hit something. It's gonna hit somebody. That's why you don't shoot guns in the air. That's why you don't shoot anything without a backing, without something it's gonna hit against. Same basic idea. People just had fucking compassion and thought a little bit more than just themselves. We wouldn't have this damn problem. People are so stupid and selfish and ignorant that they don't want to do anything that inconveniences themselves. Just a little bit. I wear a mask at my job. And probably not as much as I should. I wear a bandana and I take it off in between when I'm helping customers. I bring it down. Uh, and I wear glasses and it's a pain in the ass. I also work outside in the humidity and the heat and the rain. So I'm kind of breathing through water a lot of the time. And I'm still doing it because it's protecting people if I'm infected. You don't know. And I do that as a mild inconvenience so I don't accidentally kill somebody. It's that simple. It's that simple, people. Seriously, wear a mask. It's not that hard. And it did not have to be a rated mask or anything like that. It did not have to be expensive. Everybody's got t-shirts. Everybody's got a piece of cloth. Get an old t-shirt that you don't wear anymore. Cut it up. Or hell, you don't have to cut it up. Put it over your face and there you go. It's it's easy. Get some old bed sheets. Get something. It's not that difficult. And And if you can stay inside, you don't need to wear the mask inside. You don't need to wear it in your fucking car. If you got to go get groceries, put the fucking mask on. It's a pain in the ass at work. I get that. I really do. Still do it. Because the more you don't wear it, or the more you say, fuck it, I just won't cover my nose. I'm going to be an idiot about it. The longer this shit goes on. And the more time it's going to have to infect you, your family, possibly kill one of them. I've already lost people. Friends. Uh, thankfully not family yet. People that I knew. Maybe friends isn't the word, but people that I knew. And it was shocking. Just where are the damn man, and they were young. None of them were old. And they were, in, they were physically healthy. So they weren't compromised. It killed them. It's possible to kill you. Don't believe that shit that if you're young, it won't kill you. If that's what it takes for you to be scared for your own life, don't believe it. Because it will. It has a chance. Is it less likely? Absolutely. You're less likely to die getting shot in the chest than you are in the head. Guess what? You get shot in the chest, it can still kill you, because your lungs and your heart are there. Any one of those gets nicked, you're going to die. And unless you get help. But if you get shot in the head, your chances of survival are much lower, because your brain is there. But you can survive it. People have. Sometimes bullets don't even make it to the skull. ricochets if you get shot with a handgun. But if you had to choose, where are you going to choose to get shot? If you go, you're going to get shot here's your two options. Which one are you going to choose? Probably center mass. Probably center mass. You're going to choose the the best rate of survival. Well, this one, you don't have to have that choice. Right? You don't have to make a really shitty choice. You just got to be like, what amps up our, cho- our our chance of survival? Wearing a mask. Okay, wear a mask. Fuck. I don't get it. I don't get it. Also, put it over your nose, assholes. My God. It, it's it it's um, it's supposed to... Co- what, what do you people not understand about how this works? It's not that hard. You don't got to be a huge intellectual professor, doctor, whatever, to understand this shit. I don't understand this because I'm smart. I understand it because it just... Yeah. Oh, you get the virus through transmission from person to person, right? Mainly airborne, from what we're understanding now. Coughing, sneezing, hell, just even talking... Bacteria and spit, what all that kind of shit comes out your mouth also comes out your nose. You can receive it in there too. I'm just gonna cover my mouth. Still, shit still comes out your nose. We all know this. We've, we all know what boogers are. We've all sneezed. It comes out your nose, doesn't it? Yeah, so don't be stupid. Come on, people. Wear a mask. I don't, it's not that difficult. I ain't like the saying, wear it 24 7. You go outside, wear a mask. I wear a bandana because I can pull it down easily enough. And then when I'm around people, I pull it right back up over my nose. And then we go. I just don't keep it on all the time. uh, Because I don't need it if I'm by myself. And so I'm not constantly getting it more and more sweaty. Um, Because when you breathe through it, it, it... in that humid air, it gets damp quick. It also sucks to breathe. Regularly a mask is fine. It might be a little claustrophobic and whatever. But when you put that humidity that, and it actually gets wet and you're breathing through water, that's not fun. That actually is a bit of a detriment. But whatever. It's not hurting me all that much. You just got to get used to it. But most masks are not supposed to be wet or whatever. That's just in my condition. My, or my, my particular situation. Wear a mask. That simple. It's not going to kill the virus or get rid of it, but it's going to slow it down. If it can't transmit, it gets slower. kills people slower, and it gives doctors time to actually help people. But if they're overwhelmed, they can't help people and more people die. It's that simple. And once we find a vaccine, if we find a vaccine most of this is going to go away. We'll be fine. But in order for people to have time to find a damn vaccine, they have to not be overwhelmed. There has to be time. It's depressing, isn't it? That's just a virus. It's not even talking about the protests still going on. Police brutality still being terrible. In fact, there was a shooting yesterday. Hopefully, we get changes out of this. Hopefully, it's for the better. I don't know if it's going to be, but could be. Whew. Speaking of other horrible things and changes, man, the game industry and the streaming industry got hit with a lot of shit. Man, a lot of shit. We got um basically a lot of people you would never think being accused of a sexual assault. And other horrible things. Uh big big time game writers and creators at Ubisoft. Uh, former, I believe it was some former EA staff. Where's Chris Chris Avalon now? I think he worked with Obsidian, so that's not EA. Um, all kinds of people. Uh, some IGN editors. Lots of stories. Lots of people. Uh, of abuses, of power. Uh, Some sexual nature, some not. Some just regular abuse. Does not like that makes it better, but hey. There's people getting called out that you never would have thought. And you know, it's... It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy in a way that... Not that these things... You don't expect them to happen. Because I do. The world's a shitty place. It's uh, more that it all popped off, and people that I just never would have expected, um, not surprising that men in power would say or do horrible things, just surprising that that it went off in this way, uh, but the quarantine has a lot to do with it, people have time and they sit there and actually have the ability to get their thoughts together, shit's going to come out, and good, These people should be thrown under the bus, and it's not to say that some of them—and I say some of them because their abuses were not rape or sexual assault. Uh, Some of these, um, things were just saying and doing horrible or stupid things. Uh, Fran Marabella got thrown under the bus by someone who called him out for saying, and he did not remember the event. But here's what made Fran a good guy. When I say good people, good people don't—it's not that good people don't make mistakes. It's that good people make up for them, and try to be better, and when he heard about it, Fran Marabella, uh, used to be at IGN, um, and then works with Kind of Funny a lot, he's a streamer, I support him a lot of the time, found out about this, and I couldn't believe that he said something like this, Um, some very insensitive things toward women, he got called out, and the woman didn't want him to be canceled or whatever, but she wanted him to be held accountable, and he contacted her, they talked, he apologized, and he apologized publicly and said, that I don't remember it, and I don't think I ever would say anything like that, but apparently I did. And here's that key part, is he said, even though he didn't remember that, or think that he ever would have said something like that, he thinks that he did it. He believes that he did it because the woman that he worked closely with told him. I don't have all their names, I can't remember, I believe it was Tina, I can't remember her last name, and I, I hate that. And then she was like, I don't want him to be you know, thrown on the bus or hurt or any of that, but just know that this shit happens. And he took it and said, well, let's fix this. Let's actually do something. And tried to make up for it the best that he could. And that shows a good person. That absolutely shows a good person. Does it make up for the bad that he did? No. And, um, But he tried to make up for it. He didn't try to say, oh, I'm just so sorry for this or blah, 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 blah. Or it was a different time everything like that. In fact, he admitted... That he didn't remember the situation. But instead of going, Oh, I don't remember that, so probably didn't happen or wasn't that big of a deal, he goes, No, that's terrible. Did you say that happened? I can't believe... That's terrible. That should not have happened. Wow. That's... A lot of people just use the whole I can't remember as an excuse to say that it can't be proven or they didn't do it. My friend's always seemed like a good guy. And he still is. Admitting the wrong. Even... If he didn't remember it completely. And trying to make up for it. And apologizing. And he called them in person. Talked to them. And has been very open about it. He's not trying to hide. He wants to make up for it. Because that's what good people do. Good people do not shy away from it. Whether they're offen- how large or small their offenses are. And a lot of it has to do with fear. But sometimes it has to do with them thinking that they did nothing wrong. A lot of the people that do wrong... Know what they've done and don't think it was wrong or think they should have to pay for it because of, for what, you know, a myriad of different reasons. Good people don't do that. A lot of good people get depressed over little shit that they've done if when the stuff that they do remember, they think that they're bad people. Bad people don't think that they're bad people. I got depressing. That's just because I've been playing The Last of Us too. <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of shit going on in the game industry, a lot of news in that regard, and in streaming, a lot of streamers getting thrown under the bus. Apparently Dr. Disrespect got permabanned from Twitch, and no one knows why, including him. Um, I'm not surprised that he got banned again, I'm just surprised that no one knows, including him. That seems odd. Really, really odd. Like, I'm... He didn't get thrown on the bus for sexual assault or any kind of abuses. The one thing that we know that he did, uh, well, one, he did walk into that bathroom with a camera like a fucking idiot and then tried to play it off like it wasn't his fault. Everybody in God knows you do not bring a camera into a bathroom, whether it's a law in your state or not. And it was there. It's a bathroom. You don't do that. Same, you don't bring a camera into a locker room either. Unless, unless you were like members of the media and the press, whatever, that are specifically supposed to be there with the team. But it's usually not a live camera. And it's over consent because players and whatever, they sign away consent and all kinds of stuff. But like, say, a locker room at your local gym. Yeah, you don't do that. You would go to jail. What he did this time, I don't know. I don't know if he tried to cheat on his wife again. This time live I like i don't honestly don't know um i'm kind of curious i don't like the guy he's got a good brand uh by good i mean in terms of its uh how it sells he's built it up it looks good all that so but i don't actually like the person he doesn't seem seems kind of like a egotistical piece of crap i don't i don't know Playing off law stuff, is it just being part of his character doesn't seem right? Now, I don't know if this ban is just or not. I can't speak to that because no one knows why the hell he got banned. And that seems odd. Even if it's 100% just, even if there's like, you know, racial slurs everywhere, you still deserve to know why he got banned. And the people do. And deserve to know not just why he got banned because, uh, because it's him, but deserve to know what he did put them on blast so we should pay for it and also let's say it was a small transgression or a bunch of small transgressions that mounted up but they didn't really seem like much or something we didn't think about we deserve to know what those are so we don't do them because it might be shit you don't think about i don't think it was that i think to be permaban for someone as big as him i'd have to be something really bad because after that bathroom stunt nothing really happened so yeah that was weird mixer imploded and then dr disrespect got kicked off twitch so that's interesting and it's a perma ban so in order to get through that he's going to have to go through an appeals process through with twitch themselves with probable actual well, i don't know they're gonna be sitting down but it's like sit down meetings and someone being as big as him that's probably what's going to occur because that cuts into his money um unless he's going to go to facebook gaming i highly doubt um but yeah that, that's a weird situation i haven't We'll probably find out more Monday. But yeah, it's strange. Very strange. Other than that, Mixer's still dying. Uh, a lot of Mixer partners are becoming Twitch partners. and That's good. A lot of very, very uh, uplifting videos. People crying and stuff after they get emails. But a lot of people still aren't getting Twitch partner. And that's sad. Um, they were partners on Twi- on Mixer. That should be good enough to qualify. It's like, well, they were already paying you money. Let's go here. You already have an audience. It's established and everything. It's proof. Um, Understand it. It's weird for Twitch because no one was expecting this. Uh, The way this has fallen out, not only did they not tell their streamers and their partners, they didn't tell anybody. This was a shutdown that seemed to be planned, but at least the way that it got announced, nobody knew from the top down. Like Maybe the main person knew, but I don't know. And so I had some weird timing after they got thrown under the bus for being incredibly racist, the uh, heads of it, and just overall pieces of shit. And then Phil Spencer found out about it, and then, like, the next day, it's dead. I don't think he decreed, okay, kill it all. They're all racist. Kill the whole program. Um, there was obviously a deal being made in the background with Facebook that I don't think he had anything to do with. But maybe the reason they got killed so swiftly is because they got, Mixture was on fire. And I was like, kill it kill it, kill the beast, um, and, uh, I'm actually a little bit sad to see it go, because the platform itself did a lot of great things, just the people behind it sucked, or the actual people making the decisions, there were a lot of great people at Mixer who believed in it, and who wanted to make it better, but their, their actual leaders, the people deciding it, were not so great, so that sucks, um, a lot of the big-name guys who got contracts still got all their money, so I guess that's good for them. Sucks for the little guys, including some people that I know, but they, they should bounce back, I'm hoping, on Twitch, because everybody's going to Twitch. I don't think anyone's going to Facebook Gaming, and don't. Facebook Gaming is terrible. Facebook Gaming is terrible. Not only because it's owned by Facebook. Facebook Gaming is terrible to use. I tried to go on it the other day to see what it looked like. It's awful. It's awful. It doesn't even look appealing. I don't know how to use it. It's weird. I never had that feeling with Mixer and Twitch. I went to Mixer and like, how does this work, whatever, and click, okay, it's this or that. But it looked appealing. The palette was nice. Like The way it was built was very appealing to the audience. And audience-wise, probably the best streaming platform there was. It just didn't have the appeal that Twitch did. But with Facebook Gaming, I'm like, I don't know how this works. And it's like, okay, how do you set up a stream for streamer-wise? I have no idea how to do any of that. Like, or to get noticed. It's weird. I don't like it apparently it fails a lot and you can't believe any of the numbers because facebook has lied facebook video that was a big deal on facebook live and how a bunch of content creators from youtube moved their entire businesses to facebook and then went bankrupt because facebook lied about the numbers yep so fuck facebook gaming just fuck facebook in general um not because of social media, or oh, I'm against social media, or blah, 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 or that, all that old man talk crap. But no, Facebook is genuinely evil. They are not a source of good. They are a source of bad, if not evil. They're just bad. And I don't know how it went that way, or where, or what decision they did that, that turned it that way. But man, they are not good. I don't know if Zuckerberg is completely to, to blame there, because I don't know if one man could have done this. The, the monster that it became. But I know that he could have stopped it. And he didn't. So fuck Facebook. What else we got to talk about? Oh yeah, that Microsoft show that's coming up in July. It still doesn't have a date. We just know it's happening in July. It could happen on July 1st. It could happen on the... the when, does July have 31 days? Or 30? Whatever. The last day of July. We, we don't know. They haven't announced anything. We just know it's coming. Man, we know they're showing off Halo Infinite. Phil Spencer got on a show the other day and talked about a PlayStation's conference and said it was good to see what they have and they did what they do very well. But that it made him confident. And he feels really good about what they get to show. Now I don't know if this is a marketing spin, if it's just you know him being him being Phil trying to sell the show and everything, get people to watch. But. It didn't seem like that. He seemed kind of genuine about it. Because it, well, it wasn't just it wasn't wait you see our show or we got a good show to show y'all too. It was, yeah, they showed off a lot of good stuff. It ain't what we're going to show though. It, it, he seemed really confident and not a false confidence. He seemed really confident that whatever they're going to show, if it comes off right, and that's always the fun part is whether or not Microsoft comes off the right way. Whatever they present plays well to the audience because what they could say and do could be amazing but if it's not put together well um and since they can't rely on their uh, really good live shows and their press conferences anymore because of the virus if it doesn't come off well because that third-party game show they did did not come off well even though they showed a lot of good stuff i i actually enjoyed what they showed but it was not put together very well sony's was one of the most polished things i've ever seen i just don't think they showed a whole lot Um, I think they showed you a lot of good stuff and some games I can't wait to play, but we didn't get any hard dates and we didn't get a price or anything, so it's kind of hard to get amped up about a lot of games that we don't know when the hell they're coming out. The only one that we know for sure is the new Spider-Man game. And even then, we didn't know if it was a sequel or DLC or what, and then Sony themselves tried to say that it was DLC, and then Insomniac had to get out and be like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a standalone game. It's a smaller game. It got um, got likened to Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's a smaller game like that, but it is its own game. But it's not Spider-Man 2. That's the only one we know. It's Holiday 2020. Ratchet Clank didn't have that. Had no date. Gran Turismo had no date. That game's probably going to come out at the end of the freaking PS5, the way Gran Turismo's work. Um, Was it Gran Turismo 4 that took like six years to come out? 4 or 5. There was one of those game Grand Turismo, that like it, it, they even released a prologue to it. Um and the loading stuff they showed looked really cool, but they didn't show a whole lot of uh I don't know how to put it. Like it was a good show with some great moments in it and one of the most polished things I've ever seen, but wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be the more I think on it the less the less I like it in the moment I was like holy shit that's gonna be hard to beat now I'm like I don't know if it's gonna be that hard to beat and all Microsoft really has to do to come out there is well one reveal a price because they've already shown the console and everything else and they have probably got some other secrets and then talk about a lot of games and give real release dates for them show a lot more gameplay. Instead of just saying this is what it can look like or this is what it does look like or it's running on the running on the console and saying, Oh yeah, we're playing this right now because it's coming out in two months. Here's the release date. And it's coming out with this, 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 and this, and all these games. If if they can win the exclusive battle, or at least the launch battle, if they just have more release dates. They don't even have to show off as many games. If they show off if all the games they show off are coming out at launch, well then they got it. Like it's it's that easy. We don't know what the other exclusives are gonna be, and we know this is gonna be an exclusive showcase and they're making a whole show out of it. So it it's not just gonna be Halo Infinite. But we don't know what else it's gonna be. I'm guessing Forza is gonna be there in some capacity. And I will I'm gonna I'm not gonna be surprised. I cannot wait for the next Forza game to be shown and it looks so much better than Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo? I didn't I'm sorry. I was expecting that Gran Turismo game to look amazing, and it didn't. I was like, this does not look like something that can't run on today's hardware. I'm like, this doesn't even look as good as Forza Motorsport. I mean, have you seen Forza Horizon 3 or 4? Which one is it? 3 or 4. Th- stuff they're able to do with that, th- it's crazy. And Forza has consistently been better with Gran Turismo for, uh, what, since Forza 2 or 3? At first, it wasn't. It was a di- it was a whole different thing, and then Forza Motorsport got better. Forza has 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 been better for a while, and they got two different types of games now, and I, I love it. I absolutely love them, and you can play them however you want, and they're fully destructible, and it they're they're fun. They're a hell of a lot of fun, but. We also haven't heard about the new Forza game. Remember at Microsoft's last press conference, uh, E3 2019, there was no nothing shown from, uh, for Forza except for some DLC. But Forza was a yearly title. We didn't see anything. It usually goes, you get Motorsport and then you get Horizon. They switch off. And I believe it's two different studios. We got nothing last year. We got some DLC for Horizon. Okay, what the hell happened? They're working on something for the next Xbox, or the the Series X. Absolutely. The um, question is, is, is it going to be, what would it be, 6? Is it going to be another Horizon? Or the rumor is that one of those teams, I think the Horizon guys, are working on a Fable. Because remember, they own Fable and they haven't really done anything with it. They also own Phantom Dust. They haven't done anything with that in a while. I mean, like they they have a lot of games that they could just come out and be like, "Boom! Look what we got, motherfuckers!" And it's all coming out here. This is why we haven't talked for the last four years. Here are our exclusives. Um, we are going. We basically they knew they were going to lose that generation. So let's focus on one of the next one. If they just put all of their effort into this, they might have something. But then again, I might incredibly disappoint. Unless they just release a price point that's unbeatable. Which everybody thinks is going to be possible. The only people that are going to be able to beat are Nintendo. Because they already have a console on the market. And one, they have two models of it and one's cheaper. Um, And they're just off to the... That's who's going to be number one is Nintendo. I don't think anyone's going to be able to beat them. I mean, they said the PS4 already won this generation. But... The Switch, which is kind of in between gens, that thing is going... I don't think anyone's going to catch them. Especially now, it's selling better than anything else. Um, We got another Wii on our hands. This time, we got games. And it's, you know, more games. And third-party games. And not just shovelware. I mean, it's there. But, I'm very excited uh, to see what Microsoft's going to show off. And I can't wait to see what what Halo looks like. We haven't seen gameplay from it. We've seen cutscenes, and that's it. And they look beautiful, but I cannot wait to see what gameplay looks like. We don't we don't know how different it's going to look, and or where in the story it's going to take place. Like I'm I I love Halo. I've always loved Halo. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see the new Forza Fable, right there. And it's very possible all three of those damn games are launch titles. They could be going balls to the wall with this damn thing, because they've fucked up the last couple generations. I mean, the first Xbox didn't fuck up. It was a, it did really well for competing against the big boys for its first time out, and the 360 was doing incredibly well, except when they shot themselves in the foot with their own tech and the red ring of death. The Xbox One was kind of a disaster at first, but then Phil Spencer came in, took it over, and made it into something really respectable. But still nothing close to the PlayStation 4 in terms of sales. But now that they got all this good grace... Uh, good grace in their wings <laughs> their wings let me rephrase that they they got the graces of all the of all the players game pass is a, is amazing x cloud works better than any other service like it they got something and the fact that the new xbox is going to have that and now i'm hearing that it's backwards compatibility is better than the xbox the xbox one which is insane I thought it was just going to have the same thing, but considering it's new console, they've built it in. And I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I was watching a Metal Jesus video. Metal Jesus rocks, which is a he. He does a bunch of retro stuff, and he's a big video game collector over there in Seattle, or near Seattle. It's, he's in Washington, and uh, he was talking about the Xbox Series X in his last video because he was talking about his Xbox 360 collection and how you should start. And he said it's a good time because the Xbox Series X is going to have near backwards compatibility with Xbox and Xbox 360 games. I had not heard that. I had not heard the near 100%. Because it sure as hell ain't near 100% right now. Even the Xbox 360 isn't isn't 100% backwards compatible, backwards compatible with the Xbox. If this thing is better than that, I mean, holy shit. And that's going to beat Sony right there because... Now, granted, Sony tried something with the PS3, but because they did that, cell processor really fucked them up, and it's why backwards compatibility. Unless they just build a PS3 into the PS5, it's not going to have backwards compatibility. Um, unless they remake the games, like it's it's very difficult. Um, that cell processor, man. But it's also why the games that are made exclusive for it look so damn good. Um, but it's incredibly hard to emulate. So they'll have to put a, a whole another console into it, and this thing's already going to cost around $500, so that's going to make the price go up. I don't know. But th- if this thing comes out and it has multiple SKUs that are also cheaper, I don't see how Microsoft doesn't run away with it. But they got to have the games. But the 360 didn't have the games, to be fairly honest. PS3 had better exclusives. But... Everybody bought the 360 because it was cheaper. And it was a third-party machine. That was really the generation of the third parties. Because the third parties were great. You played your Call of Duties and everything else. You played that on your 360 because that's what everybody had. And it was cheaper and had Xbox Live. Hell yeah. And you went with it. I had the privilege of having all three consoles. though I got them over a very long period of time. But I played them all. And I played my 360 for most stuff I played the 360 the most. But when I got internet, we had internet, but when I was able to hook up my uh, my console to it, I played online with my friends on my PS3 because PSM was free. Xbox Live wasn't. And unless I bought one of those cards, I couldn't have Xbox Live. So I played a lot of Call of Duty on the PS3. I played the Black Ops series on the PS3, I played Modern Warfare on the 360. That was it was weird, I know. But I played a lot. Of black hops on the p s three online with my buddies um but now p s n isn't free anymore so but i remember I remember that I played through all the uncharteds and all those exclusives, and they were fantastic, but I played my three sixty more all the Batmans or the ones that came out on three sixty I played them on three sixty Played everything on the 360, and Microsoft could do that again. And if they're the third-party machine, plus have the exclusives that people want, and Game Pass, well, there, there's their second place, because they're not beating Nintendo. Let's be, let's be real clear here. Nintendo, psh, <laughs> Nintendo, I'm telling you, that Super Switch, and when they ever release a sequel and upgrade to the Switch, that's what everybody's going to get. And they're just kind of biding their time at the moment. And they still haven't announced everything they got coming out this year. We have a Paper Mario coming out very soon, but we know there are other Mario games coming out. We just don't know when. We don't know when they're going to talk about them. They could shadow drop a trailer. We have no idea. We do know there's another Pokemon game now called. What was it? Pokemon Unite? It's a Pokemon MOBA, which is. interesting. It also doesn't look very good, like graphically, gameplay wise. Honestly, I don't know how it looks. It, it's weird. I was not expecting it at all. Um, I have no idea how that's going to be, but if it's free to play, I'll probably try it out. It's on Switch and mobile and has crossplay. Okay. Weird. I played Pokemon Cafe. Um, did not realize that's how that was going to play. I thought it was going to be like match three. It's not. You connect stuff with a line, and then you, you make get a bunch of them together, and you get a combo, and that's how you get points. It's really weird. Really weird. I was not I don't know how much I'm gonna play it. Cause I don't I didn't know the gameplay didn't seem all that fun or addictive to me. Match threes I loved. This wasn't this was very different. Um and then of course Pokemon Snap 2. New Pokemon Snap, whatever the fuck they're gonna call it. Can't wait for that to come out. And it looks so much better than Sword and Shield. The graphics still aren't that good. <laughs> but it looks so much better than Sword and Shield. I cannot wait. Um, I wonder how long it's gonna be. Yeah, who knows. What was it like? Pokemon Smile, which is like a weird—I don't know—taking—is a- it, it's like for brushing your teeth or something? I don't know. Weird. What I do know, or was it was it brushing your teeth or was it taking a picture? I don't know. I remember people talking about it. I haven't actually looked at the damn thing. I just heard it and was like, "This is real." That and Pokemon Sleep, which really, but that was announced last year. Along with some t-shirts, or not t-shirts, uh, button-up shirts. But yeah, let's see. Downloaded Minecraft Dungeons today, because it's available on Game Pass. And I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, it's only about five hours long when I beat it. I'll put up a a review, probably, on this, on this feed. And, uh, still playing through Last of Us 2. It's still amazing, about 10, 11 hours in. This game is fantastic. Um... It's better than the first game. It's maybe not as cohesive because it does things in the story. It's not as linear as the first game. I don't know how to put this because I don't know it would be considered a spoiler. But part of the story, at least at the moment, is told very straightforward, point A, point B. So you can choose different ways how you get that. the The maps are very open. But, uh, you go, fuck it, there are flashbacks that just give you little story insights. That's very different than how the first game did it. So, other than that, I'm loving it more. I mean, the gameplay's better. It just feels better, because I'm also playing through The Last of Us with my wife, um, right now, and my god, it feels so different. Uh, this is a hell of a lot smoother. Then uh two is a hell of a lot smoother than the first game. And um I- I'm loving it more than the first game. Absolutely. Um Ellie's a hell of a lot more fleshed out. Everyone around her is so good. It's just I'm mesmerized by it. I still have some problems just as I do with the first game, but it's still a masterpiece as far. As far as I played it, it is by far the best game I've played this year, and it, it it is amazing. Um, when I get through it and finally finish it, I'm going to play through Final Fantasy VII and get through it because that game, I can't. It's like running into a wall. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to get through it. I'm loving it. It's just it's there's so much to do, but I and I also have. The Last of Us Part 2 calling at me, I only have so much time to play these games. And then I'm also trying to play through Metro Metro, and uh, Minecraft Dungeons as well. But I should have Dungeons beat pretty soon. And then I'm going to start my whole new series. Uh, still going to be on Spectrum Talk, but it's going to be called Overdue Review, uh, which is where I review games that some could be newer, some are probably a hell of a lot older, because they're in my backlog, and the review is overdue. It's Overdue Review. It's that simple. Ta-da! And I Clever. But other than that, uh yeah, I really hope this Xbox show comes soon because I I really need some shit to talk about. All these shows. Cause right now I have run out. Run out of things to talk about. At least that that aren't depressing. I gotta talk about depressing stuff all day, but that doesn't make for a very fun show. Anyway, thanks y'all for thank y'all for listening, and I will see y'all in the next one.